from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher. Welcome to The Shortened Week. Yeah, morning, Mike. Now, what happened Friday and over the weekend and the day and all the woes and the worries of the world? Yeah, we need a bit of a market catch-up, actually, because it's been busy. Um, we've seen some significant moves across various markets. And so while we're, while we're acknowledging the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, everybody else was getting on with moving these markets around. So firstly, I want to talk about U.S. Uh, share markets. Um, Friday night... Um, and overnight were weaker. Um, actually, overnight they did pop back into the green for a few short minutes, but they're now back underwater as well. But Friday night, the three main indexes, the Dow Jones, the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq, all fell 1.6 to 1.8%. Uh, and the thing is, Mike, the significant thing is that they've revisited those 2022 lows that we saw in June. So the S&P 500 managed to close just above those lows. The Dow Jones, on the other hand, did hit new 2022 lows and made short work of that sort of $30,000 psychological level. It just went smashing through that on Friday night and anchored under there as we speak. And we don't have to work too hard uh, to identify the or the factors affecting investor sentiments because there's nothing new here. Uh, concerns around global growth right up there at the moment. Central banks around the world trying to curb demand. Friday night we had the release of the uh, S&P Global Purchasing Manager Index data. And if looking at the European outcomes in particular, Eurozone economic situation, business activity contracting for a third consecutive month. The global Eurozone PMI fell from 48.9 to 48.2. These are preliminary flash readings. So that's been below 50 for three consecutive months. If I look at Germany, which is the powerhouse of the European economy, facing pretty tough conditions, uh, the German economy deteriorating, according to this survey, at a rate not seen outside of the sort of COVID uh, pandemic-related numbers, so not seen since the GFC. The German composite PMI fell to 45.9, so that's the lowest since May 2020. Uh, we said that OECD report, I think, Mike, that you've mentioned, released this morning. Uh, the US itself, you've got that tough stance of the Fed hitting interest rates. So all of this, Mike, what all of this does, the reason it's affecting share markets, put very simply, it suggests it will be challenging in this environment for companies to generate earnings growth. Indeed. And what about the Great British Pound? Is it still great? Well, it's not so great anymore because we've got, to, we've got to give the currencies a whole few minutes to themselves this morning. Mike, it's not often we get to say this. Not many times in your career do you get to say this. A new record low for the Great British Pound against the US dollar. So that's not in the last 12 months, not last decade, not this century. We've got to go back to 1971 when it floated against the US dollar to see um, the US to, to Great British Pound being this week. And um, it was pegged to the US dollar before 1971, I believe, always traded at a higher level. Now, according to the data I have, in 1985, the Great British Pound fell to 1.05 US dollars. On yesterday in trading in the Asian session, I believe it hit 1.035, raising the specter of shock horror could we see one US dollar actually being worth more than one pound? Now, the weakness in the pound came in the wake of that massive debt finance tax cut package revealed at the end of last week by new UK Chancellor Kwasi Kwarteng. Uh, 45 billion pounds worth of tax cuts, I believe, by 26-27. Uh, biggest set of tax cuts in the UK in 50 years. This is on top of the energy subsidies that are going to come into play over winter. So this high US dollar basically exporting inflation all over the world. And Mike also a big, I repeat, a big sell-off in the New Zealand dollar as well. Friday morning when we spoke, the key was, it was at 0.5849. It took out the 58-cent handle, then got up ahead of steam, took out the 57-cent handle as well. It's now trading at 0.5636. 
hasn't been here since the GFC back to 2009. So again, not good for a country with a big trade deficit. Yes, it's helping our exporters, but the trouble is we're importing more than we are exporting. Interest rates generally higher. Oil, if you want a positive out of this, uh, much lower, well below the Ukraine levels. But boy, it's been a busy few days. Well, there's your wake-up call. What are the numbers? 29,227 on the Dow Jones. Forget that 30,000 level. We're under that. Uh, down 364 points, 1.2%. The S&P 500, 3.662. Down 0.86 of a percent. And the NASDAQ, 10,815. Down 52 points, about half a percent. The FTSE 100 actually gained. It was up 2.7020. The Nikkei. Uh, down 2.6%, 26,431. The Shanghai Composite also down at 3051. Uh, yesterday, the Aussies were trading. They lost 1.6% on the ASX 200, 6469. We were obviously shut, but we closed Friday at 11,434, which was down 0.7%. Kiwi dollar, 0.5638 against the US, put 0.8740 against the Aussie, 0.5864 against the Euro, at the pound. Now, at the moment, we're at 0.5277, but that has been all over the shop. It was over 54p at one stage, but 0.5277 right now, 81.52 against the Japanese yen, gold 1,630 bucks, and Brent crude $84.44. See what the day brings. Appreciate it, mate. Andrew Keller, hijmywealth.co.nz.